With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin with The Good News. Hey there, friend. It is Angie Austin with The Good News team. We've been here all week together. Rachel, Eric, Jennifer, producer Nicole, and myself. And I wanted to, before we get into the good news stories, just talk about the importance of the um, multi-generational, you know, letting our kids have contact with their grandparents. We're planning this big. We've got a couple family reunions, and I just had one. I know you're thinking in Northern California where 20 of us were together, and then 40 of us are going to be at YMCA the Rockies next summer. And then in February, we decided we were going to do a cruise. And I just love the idea of faith coming along and grandma will be there and um, uncles and aunts and cousins and then her great aunt and uncle. And uh, my uncle is 82. He's a senior Olympian. He's a senior Olympic tennis player. And then my 87-year-old aunt that walks three miles a day. And then my uncle's girlfriend, 77, and that's his doubles partner in the Senior Olympics. They <laughs> met because they <laughs> were competing as doubles partners in the Senior Olympics. And they both lost their spouses to Alzheimer's disease. And she told me falling in love now is just like it was when she was 17. Oh, there's hope. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, you so might. There's hope for me. Then. Yeah, so yeah cute. there's Aww. hope for you, Eric. About 30 more years to figure it all out. But I like it because um, the, the kids, I like them having um, contact with older generations and their morals and values and just the love they have for kids and how special they make them feel. Uncle Ben's girlfriend, Diane, uh, informed my kids because she only has one granddaughter who just left for college. She said, I am uh, looking for three new grandchildren taking applications. And <laughs> I called Uncle Ben. And I said, Faith wants to, uh, to, uh, Diane to know she's very interested in becoming one of the new ones. And he goes, well, she could take one or two. Uh, new ones he said in the background she yells i want all three (laughs) (laughs) three slots yeah yeah for my three kids i love it so that's perfect and so anyway we're all going to go together and i think i'm bringing little faith just one kid not all three which is uh, it might sound unfair but she does really well in school it's easy to pull her at the time we're going and i do divide up the trips with the kids because Yes. Traveling alone with three kids can be a handful. Absolutely. And they argue. And that's the worst part of traveling with them is the arguing. The fun is the best part. Sure. And so it'll be faith and all these older, you know. In fact, my cousins are like, well, we're all seniors except you. Well, and just taking one, it makes it so special for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she'll never forget it. Yeah. It'll be she'll ingrained. Get so much attention. Yeah. Oh, wow. that's so awesome. I've yeah. never been on a cruise. You haven't? That's fun. Ever, ever, no. no, I haven't no. either. <gasps> yeah. Never? I on a cruise. love Oh, you cruises. guys might have to go. Yeah. I love <laughs> I'm the text you know, cruise. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. I'll buy. <laughs> We're laughing because of <laughs> a, a, a friend uh, a text, uh, sent a text to Eric, and he'd only met her a few times, and she said, oh, a mutual friend of ours is going to this concert. I, th- I thought of you that you might enjoy it, but right. she didn't have tickets. She, and then Eric went and bought some. <laughs> 
Yeah, guess I'm like, bought well, the tickets. that is yeah. a great ploy. I love that. <laughs> hey, she tried to Venmo him back. She did. She sent, <laughs> she, she sent it to a guy named Eric Remmer. I wonder if she can recall it. Can't you yes. recall yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It takes a little while, though. That you yes. got to go through yeah. the process. Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> How much are tickets to, like, a Worship on the Rocks? $49. Rocks? $49? Yeah. Wow. Plus taxes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's 112 bucks at the uh, at the yeah. end. But yeah, and it it's was not. It's not. And they're not like well-known artists, right? No, they're, they're they're local, and and they brought somebody in from Dallas. Uh, earlier earlier this week, there was uh, Worship on the Rocks, and so they probably got paid, didn't um, they? Oh the yeah, artists that worship on the rocks. My yeah. assumption is that's. The, I mean, this is a major production. Major. You know? it's, it's so they do get paid, mm-hmm. even though they're not a big name. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's lots of groups that uh, perform. Well, let's see. This I can't. I'm I'm really struggling with the, the math thing, but uh, 8,000 wow. people, all of whom paid at least $49. So uh, $400,000, is that right? $4 million, yeah. lots of money. Hold on. Carry the no, three. Here we yeah. go, here right? we go. I was, was told there would be no math on the good news. <laughs> $400,000. $400,000. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds right. So, yeah. you know, if they got a sliver of that, that's uh, a decent deal. But you know, yeah. it was... It was like four bands? Uh, Four or five. Four or five. Yeah, and two speakers. And for the speaker, too. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a couple yeah. different... And, and, and by the sound way, crew. By well, the way, all you right. folks listening... It's in their own. I don't know. You pay your speakers. Yes. And pay your bands. Right? Yes. This whole thing, well, we're a nonprofit and we really can't afford it. Come on now, folks. Yeah, and the sponsors um, also paid. You bet. Uh, the, yeah. the booths you and bet. stuff. Crawford so, yeah. sponsored. Yeah. Yeah, Crawford was there. Yeah. I didn't know we'd be there, but we were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. My other network was there, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Just stirring the pots. I'm familiar with them as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, let's start with a good news story on Jen's son is a Marine. And we normally have our Army Drill Sergeant of Life here, Beatrice Brun, but she's traveling for speaking. Mm-hmm. And so, Nicole, tell us about this story that was found. And I love the idea of that you are influencing people all through your life, and sometimes you don't even know you're influencing them uh, until you're lucky enough to possibly hear the story before you pass away of how you've positively influenced them. And this is about a soldier who did influence people and inspire people? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think it, if I if I remember correct, he was hit by like a roadside bomb in Afghanistan, and it actually turns out before he was in the military, he was in a uh, he was a firefighter too, and so this is kind of cool. I found it. And military stories touch my heart anyway, but it's just kind of his. I think they talked to his wife and a couple friends of his, and it's just really inspiring to hear. When Christopher Slutman was killed by a roadside bomb in Afghanistan, he was three weeks away from going home. One of his best friends was fellow firefighter and Marine, Kevin McGookin. I just wanted him home. Everyone wanted him home. Everyone missed him. And I just, I, you know, I feel selfish about saying that, but man, I couldn't wait until he got home. This week, people lined overpasses and highways in three states to watch Chris's casket ride back from Dover Air Force Base. In 2014, he received the Distinguished Medal in Bravery for pulling an unconscious woman from a burning building in New York City. He'll be buried in Arlington on April 30th, surrounded by hundreds of firefighters and family, including his daughters, ages 10, 8, and 4, and his wife of 13 years, Shannon. My husband was constantly a gentleman. She is speaking publicly for the first time since Chris's death on April 8th. I do better when I'm busy. Um, Idle time is not good. 
um, evenings are hard. Once I have my girls in bed and it's just me and my thoughts, it's hard. I've got to figure out healthy ways to fill the, the quiet. Do you talk to him? Oh, yeah. He's, um, he's, he's always with me. Shannon isn't the only one still leaning on Chris. I just say, hey, bud, don't let me screw this up. I got to take care of your family because he would do the same for me. I just need to honor him by making sure that the girls know that their dad was the greatest man I've ever known. He's an individual who always wanted the next challenge. Stephen Moore was Chris's fire captain. He always wanted to better himself. He wanted to be the best. He felt he hadn't done enough by serving the city of New York for 15 years here in the fire department. He also wanted to go serve his country overseas, and he did. Who else would do it, though, is what I'm saying. Like, Chris would say that. And what he's saying is, is if I do this, maybe other people will start to do it. Today, Chris's uniform and nameplate remain up at the Ladder 27 firehouse in the Bronx. He's always going to be here. You know, after Arlington, we don't just, nice seeing you. Like, we are what we are. Your family, you're, we're never going anywhere, whether you like it or not. But it doesn't matter if there's gear hanging here. It doesn't matter what it is. He's here. He left his mark. He gave this firehouse a gift, and it's here forever. If everybody could experience the type of love that I've had, the world would be a, a better place. I mean, when we say that Chris was all in, he was all in in anything he did. And I have years and years and years of stories to tell our girls so that they don't forget how blessed they were to have him as a dad and for me to have him as a husband. Wow. You know, it, it's it's uh, always touching to hear stories like this. We never know the impact that we make, you know, to the story. This this gentleman, Chris, he, you know, he was just living life, doing his thing, right? But to so many others was, you know, the world. And, uh, well, I've never experienced that type of broken separation kind of thing like that. Uh, I do remember after 23 years of marriage and then, getting divorced what should the the wife said resonates with me i always said it was the silence is deafening you know it's really painful to 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 be by yourself and uh it, it, the nights are hard right mm. crazy Whew, i'll tell you so my son chris <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the firefighter slash marine was named chris my son is a reservist and he does all the Marine funerals. And um, I asked him, I said, you know, how, how do you get through that? And he, it's interesting because at 21, he doesn't feel like he's a real Marine because he hasn't been deployed. And I'm like, I think doing all of these funerals, I mean, and he's done some young, very young people. I'll bet. And um, I... You know, I wanted to. He was so mad at me. I'm like, Chris, can you tell me the next time you do a funeral? Because I want to go and like get a picture of you. And he was like, Mom, like, and I'm like, Well, I'm not gonna s go around, you know. And he's like, This, these are these people's like, you know, time grieving. And I'm like, No, I understand that, but I, I'm so proud of him. 
and what he does. And um, so, yeah, when I hear these things, it's just, you know, the poor wife and these two little girls that are going to grow up without a dad. But the biggest thing is, is like she said, to keep telling stories. So he'll always be there with them. And I think that's what's so important when we lose so many or lose somebody important yeah. is keep they, telling the stories. And remember how blessed you on. were to have them in your life. Yes. So the glass half full, full. half full mm -hmm. perspective, you know. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, you just lost your mom. I just lost my dad recently. Uh, Rachel lost her mom and I lost Sorry. my dad. And my stepmom, you know, they were kind of hermits. I mean, she goes out and teaches Tai Chi and so did he. But then they live like behind a gate, you know, behind a fence up on a hill, behind a lot of brush. I mean, very much alone, the two of them. And they liked it that way. And so um, I was just asking her how she was doing. And she said, um, I miss him every second of the day. Mm. And then uh, I was talking or listening to this wife and the good and the story we just heard. And she said, he's always with me. And she said, but he's here. My stepmom said that she feels his presence everywhere. She painted pictures of him. They're all over the house. All of his stuff's all around the house. And I used to always send my dad um, pictures of the kids. And Riley never got to play football, but he just started this past weekend. And he's the quarterback. They chose him as the quarterback. He's got a really good arm, and right now he's only playing flag because we're not real big football fans. And so I always send his baseball videos, too. And, Jen, you were there. He had a real good double that I yes. sent. I would normally send that to my dad, so I was getting ready to send it to him. And I sent it to Bahia, my stepmom, and then I sent her the video of Riley as the quarterback throwing the ball. And she said, um, I said, I can't send them to Grandpa anymore, but I'm still going to send them to you. And she said, hey, Grandpa's watching from the beyond. Keep sending. Mm. He was so proud of all the kids and their talents. And what a great job you do with the kids. Breaks my heart. He's not here to see them. And then she's from Iran, so she has an action. She goes, I watch for both of us, Angela. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and that's the thing is, like, if, if, you know, Christians were like, you know, we know your dad is up with Jesus, and he is watching. And that's the big thing is I, I remember when my dad died, and just tore me up. And so I'm like, okay, God, give me a sign. And it was a ladybug. My dad called me ladybug. So now I see ladybugs. And I'm like, hi, dad. Hi, dad. So that's my thing to keep him in my heart is when I see that. So I always tell people like, I don't know, it's our age. I think partly is, you know, so many of our parents are passing away. And, mm -hmm. and so it's like, find something that represents them. And so when it comes into your life, you can say, hi, dad. Hi, mom. Hi. Well, and just how they, they put into you, too, just yes. the, their values and how that lives on and, you know, mm -hmm. that they leave a legacy behind, you know. And I tell my mom that a lot because she's got a pretty bad temper. And I'm like, you have an opportunity to leave a legacy behind where, you know, the kids will miss you and have fond memories or um, you can leave behind anger and rage, you know. I mean, it's your choice. and. Yeah. You have the power to positively influence people. I th I've told you guys before, but my nephew Levi, my brother, is not in his life. My brother lives in a homeless shelter for people with, um, you know, he's got mental issues because of all of his years of drug use. And so he hasn't been in Levi's life really since maybe Levi was eight or nine. But even before that, it was real destructive, him even being in his life. So Levi tells people that his dad passed away because to him, he is he's dead to Levi. And so um, his mom asked him who he admired most in the world, who he wanted to be like. And so she was waiting for him to talk about an athlete or a scholar or something. And he said, Auntie Angie. Yes. And so mm -hmm. to me, that's like a million dollars in my bank account that 
like my brother's son who might not have ever known our family had I not befriended his mom and him when he was a baby. I was there when he was born that um, he gets to know my family, but and I get to, you know, walk the walk and he gets to see how I love people and lead my life and that he has been inspired by that enough to admire me. Mm. You know, you used the word legacy and I was thinking about that earlier. Um, either way. You know, we, we, we all will have a legacy, right? Good or bad. Good or bad. Mm -hmm. And if you think that you won't have a legacy, uh, you know, I, I used to say it about decision-making choices, right? One way or another, you know, this is the preacher in me coming out. At the end of what I get done saying, you're going to make a decision. And, and I hope that you make the decision that is going to be uh, for the Lord and for you and, 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 and that. But even if you decide I'm not going to make a decision, you just made one. Right? right, and the same thing goes with our legacy. What will your legacy be? And if you are intentional-minded on the front side of it, you have the ability to craft that story. If you decide not to be intentional about it, and you decide not to craft that story, guess what happens? Somebody else will craft it for you. And it's hard to leave a positive legacy um, for your family when you're all um, on your devices, you know, um, at dinner, <laughs> right. and you're all on your devices when you go out to dinner, and you're on your devices in the evening. And uh, it's funny because I said to my husband last night, I said, did you want Riley to steam the kitchen floor? And he said, yeah, I go, I'll get him. And he's like, what are you going to do? And I do this all the time. Text your kid? I said, no, I um, <coughs> see this thing right here. I mean, I can get him to call me right now. Oh, no, you can turn off the Wi-Fi? Turn off his apps on his phone. I love it. So he'll be up in his room, and I'll turn this off, and he'll materialize at hey, the Mom. door. And he'll <laughs> be it's like, not working. No, he hey, pretends Mom. at first like he's just come to visit us. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, and he's like, <laughs> it's like our friend Robbie. Her That's son's so at college, great. and he never calls. And he calls out of the blue, and they were just sitting at home watching a movie or whatever and he calls and she's like well what what's up i mean no offense but you never call us like what's going on he goes oh i was just you know see what's going on and then a couple months later she goes like oh seriously what's up <laughs> he goes um i just want you to know that on the netflix account you have only one person can watch netflix at a time and you and dad must be watching a movie because i can't watch netflix at college and so um, I need you to get off Netflix. And that's <laughs> why he called. And so my, my son will materialize at our door when I've turned his apps off. And he thinks he's so tricky because he won't say, hey, why'd you turn off my apps? He'll just come down and be like, oh, what are you guys doing? Uh, Dad, do you want a foot rub? And you say, oh. And then he'll pretend a minute later to go, hey, why did you turn off my apps on my phone? Like, I have just discovered this. No, you discovered it when you walked down the stairs to come right. down here and pretend that you didn't know that we turned your apps off and you're putting on this show How to act doing? like you just figured it out. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because then he'll offer the foot rub and all the other stuff to butter us up. So he said, I said, did you want Riley to come down and steam the kitchen, the hardwood floors? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, I'll get him downstairs. I'll just turn his apps off. But it's gotten <laughs> to the point now when I turn the apps off, this is what I hear. It's kind of like a wounded cow. I hear this noise. Oh! I, I've heard Upstairs, his. I've yeah. heard his wounded cow. Yeah, yeah. At, at your house. Yeah. When I turn it off, he does that, doesn't he? Yeah. It's hilarious, isn't it? And it's that horrible noise from upstairs, and it sounds like, like a cow okay? has been like you know tipped over or something. That's a thing, wow. you know. Yeah. Cow tipping. tipping. Yeah. Cow tipping. <laughs> well, and it's interesting as as they get older. Now Chris is twenty one. Doesn't live with me, so it's like having a relationship with him. He has to want. Like I have to almost 
woo him, not as a boyfriend, but... Oh, my friend offers his kids steak dinners all the time to try to get him to come over. Yes, and it, it's interesting, you know, what... And I won't pay for you things. You have to woo him. I know. That's hilarious. Like a little <laughs> carrot. <laughs> my friend um, will also, because his son's got you his, like, You his wait, Mustang. you wait, you wait till your oh, kids sure. get older. <laughs> my friend's got, like, a Mustang or something, and his son drives, and he'll be like... You know, I really think we need to get the tires rotated and um, with the oil changed. And I would ma- also make you a steak if you'd Aww, like to come cute. down. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You, you I've wait. had a great relationship with my parents. So that throughout yeah. my whole life. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, you have. Yeah. Um, we so talked awesome. every day, sometimes more. Wow. And then my dad's stepmom. I, yeah. I've just always yeah, you're had a great your dad, relationship. Yeah. You're your stepmom, too. Yeah. You're very, very blessed. That's. I am. Oh, I will say I got two sets of parents and totally totally blessed yeah that's so cool that's all right we've got to wrap it up for this wrap segment. it up all right eric your website tell them what you do uh i do pr i uh i make you famous that's what i do so let's just call it that prmediacoach.com rachel cornercaferadio.com cornercaferadio.com jen's got a great supplement she's been taking it for years and she's seen miraculous results livingyourpotential.com livingyourpotential.com yes mm-hmm. and I'm angieaustinradio.com if you want to reach out to anyone you can email me there thank you producer Nicole we'll be right back with the good news the good news of Jesus for you in high definition radio and streaming at 670kltt.com this is KLTT Commerce City Denver Hey, Angie Austin here with the good news. And the good news is I have one of the ARC ambassadors here with me, Christopher Petty. Hi, my name is uh, Chris. I have worked at the ARC for four or five years. Shopping with the purpose means giving back and it really helps people like me. I like working at ARC because it's the people and it's the employees and you can, you don't have to try to impress anyone. Just be yourself and just come in and just do your best and just be yourself. And I love him. I do too. <laughs> Keep going. And uh, I just, I do my best. You know, I go in there and I give it my best and I have a good time. And you're proud of the work you do? I'm proud of the work I do. Give it back. The heart of ARC is so wonderful. It's important to shop at ARC because you know, it is shopping with a purpose. I say that a lot. And when you donate things, it goes back to help our community and people just like Chris, who has a wonderful job with ARC as an ambassador. 303-238-JANE, 303-238-JANE, or arcthrift.org, arcthrift.org. Hey, I'm Chris. I love working at ARC. There is so much fun stuff to do at the YMCA of the Rockies, you're never going to want to leave. Come fill your days and nights with our exciting programs and entertaining activities. At YMCA Snow Mountain Ranch, this fall you can join our Intro to Outdoor Skills Weekends. You can learn how to properly pack your backpack, learn orienteering skills, hone your rock climbing skills, and so much more. YMCA has made Snow Mountain Ranch the place where the entire family can adventure together. YMCA Snow Mountain Ranch is the ideal family vacation, located in a stunning environment that helps build healthy minds, bodies, and spirits for all. At the YMCA of the Rockies, we love to provide real bonding experiences for families of all sizes. Go to ymcarockies.org for fun, exciting, and affordable family adventures at YMCA of the Rockies. Book your stay at ymcarockies.org today.
Hi, it's Angie. Thanks so much for listening to the good news. If you like the good news program and you'd like to support us, we need to partner up with businesses to keep this show going. I'd really like to keep it on the air and I need advertisers in order to do that. And I'd love to partner with you and help you build your business or your website. Maybe you're a nonprofit and you'd like to do an interview and you'd like to donate to us so that we can help you get donations as well. AngieAustinRadio.com. AngieAustinRadio.com. Just click on contact me. I would love to partner up with you. I think this is a great program. We've been on the air for about seven years now, and I think a lot of people have gotten a ray of sunshine and some faith and even a little fun from this program. So if you'd like to support us, please go to AngieAustinRadio.com. We would like to help you build your business or nonprofit as well. AngieAustinRadio.com and click on contact. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to help you build your business. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, do you have a lot of things around your house you want to get rid of? My husband wants me to get rid of anything and everything that is in his way. 303-238-JANE. I love ARC. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps and everything you donate helps. 303-238-JANE. They bring a truck right to my house. I actually have them come every month or two and it is so helpful to get that place cleaned out because you know what? My husband's a lot nicer to me when I donate things and who better to donate to than ARC? 303-238-JANE and arcthrift.org for a location near you if you just want to drop a few things off and do a little shopping. Arcthrift.org, shopping with a purpose. I love Arc. Well, hello, friends. Hello. This is producer Dave. We're going to be starting our next installment of my author series that I've been doing. I get all these uh, PR people, I get a lot of friends that are PR people, and I get a lot of books, and people want to get the word out. And not everybody can be on the show because I don't think everybody sends me the best books. But this one in particular, I thought was really good for our listenership, and for and I think it's a really good thing for everybody to hear on the good news. I think this is really good news. So today we're going to be talking to Dino Karsanakis. He's a world-class Grammy Award-winning composer. He went to Juilliard. He uh, went to the Music Conservatory in Germany. He's played at the Hollywood Bowl. He's played at the Lincoln Center. He's played at Carnegie Hall. He's won nine Dove Awards. It's uh, pretty exciting to talk to somebody so accomplished. And, uh, and man, he's just a really nice guy, too. Uh, but we're going to be talking to Dino Cartanagas. How are you doing today, Dino? Well, I'm really impressed with that uh, resume. My gosh. Yeah, I know. It seems like you could get a job exactly. anywhere you want. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, it's great to be with you on, the, on your show, Dave. Uh, I'm really excited that uh, we're doing this interview. Of course, I'm known as a pianist, okay? I've, done, I've performed all over the world and, and the classical, but mostly sacred music, uh, and probably well-known for the, the, the Chariots of Fire. So uh, I've had a, quite, quite an interesting background. God has really blessed me. Uh, and uh, and I'm really happy to be talking to you. Well, I'm so happy to, to have you on the show. I thought it would be really great, uh, especially since you wrote a book, which is what I wanted to tell everybody about. But you have this book, and it kind of touches on a lot of things that affects a lot of us. But it's yes. this weird. So, and it, it it's funny how it's about music, and it's about yes. kind of old music versus new music and all this. But it really that the theme of what you're getting at kind of is bigger than that. Like a lot of things we talk about well, is bigger than that. It really affects more yeah. of our life because you're kind of talking about the, so your book is called hymn restoration 101 treasured yeah. hymns with devotions. And you're trying to rekindle a love for the new generation of the yeah. old classical hymns, right? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm really not an author. 
uh, like I said, I'm a more pianist, and, I, and you mentioned composer at the beginning, but I'm mostly a concert pianist. But uh, let me just give the background to this book. Um, and the reason why I'm saying I'm not an author, because I'll explain this. Uh, I do Facebook Live every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central Time, live. And I, I, I do it at the piano in my living room, uh, and I've been doing this for almost about a year. And religiously, every Tuesday night, well, What's o'clock. your Facebook page so that everyone can look it up for Tuesday? Yeah, it's very cool. So here I am sitting on my piano, uh, just playing whatever classical, gospel, mostly gospel. And, uh, and it, you know, the response has been fantastic until one day, well, when Dr. Billy Graham passed away. Uh, it was sad for us, but, you know, God called him home, and uh, he was an amazing evangelist world round. But anyway, he uh, passed away. And that day that he passed away, I decided to go on Facebook Live and do a tribute to him. And of course, we know his crusades. Uh, I've worked with him in the past. And uh, he's endearing to millions of people. And I just sat at the piano, put a tie on. Uh, Actually, I I wore like a vest. I wanted to really respect him properly. And I sat at the piano and I started playing the hymns that were sung in his crusade, hymns like Jesus Save and To God Be the Glory, Just As I Am, you know, all these amazing hymns that Cliff Barrow would conduct the mass choir before Dr. Billy Graham preached and brought the word. Uh, And as I was playing, my gosh, I mean, I was getting thousands of hits, over 500,000 hits coming in by the hundreds. People saying, oh, we love this. Thanks for, for this dedication to our, our beloved Dr. Billy Graham. And thanks for playing those hymns. I, I wish we'd sing these in our, I mean, hundreds were saying, if we could only sing these in our churches again. So those that music touches people in a way that the newer music doesn't. Well, they were missing the hymns in the church. Right. Over the past 10 years, you know, the, the hymns have been kind of going down downhill. And, of course, the new uh, praise of word, which... I love too, you know, but I thought, well, there is a demand for hymns out there. There are, there are masses of people that would love to hear the amazing grace and the songs that we were, we were raised on, you know, uh, we that are little, that are older. So I thought, okay, Lord, what are you saying to me? So as, as a result of that amazing response, fast forward, uh, we put out this hymn called, hymn book called Hymn Restoration, Restoring the hymns that we no longer sing in our churches. And I thought, well, sure, my wife and I, uh, we thought, well, how can we best, you know, present these hymns? So Cheryl has written uh, articles and what have you, uh, and I and short stories and so on. I said, Cheryl, why don't you write devotions to these? Give a little historic background. I think people would love to hear how Fanny Crosby wrote The Old Rugged Cross. <laughs> what made her write that song? Right. Let's give a little background. And she said, I'd love to do that project. Well, again, fast forward. She's written 101 devotionals. It starts with the, the history of the hymn, some personal thoughts that she had that are devotional, and then uh, the, a scripture and a prayer at the end. So that's, that's to say, I did, not, I did not author that. I did not write that. The authors are... The, the, the Fanny Crosby's and the, uh, uh, you know, the great uh, oh. Wesley Brown, the great artist of that, uh, of the past. Right, right. Now, I just want to get something clear. 
you, you we do love this music. I know my mother loves this music. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And I I know uh, uh, it's just not everybody's cup of tea. Now, well, however, you know there is still new that, music that you can appreciate, yeah. though, right? But the, that's not the issue. The issue is this: that there's doctrinal uh, validity to these hymns. Just reading them, not necessarily singing them, but just getting the the the, the depth of the thoughts and so on. Right, right. A lot of our new stuff is repeated, repetitive. It's repetitive, and that's great. Repetitive is good. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We can do that. And I don't mind it, but we're losing the the the, the depth of some of the uh, of our uh, the foundation of our church. And if you read the lyrics of these hymns, I mean, I got the hymn book in front of me, and I can read some of this to you. It just speaks to you, right? And it right. speaks about God's power, power in the blood, the blood of Christ, you know, that was shed on the cross, and that's power. And, and and it really brings that home to you. It's based on the Word of God. Absolutely, absolutely. So this. So, uh, so, so let me thing. break in really quick, Dino. I just want to remind everybody we're talking to Gino, Dino Kartsanakis. He is a world-class pianist. He has written the book, Hymn Restoration 101, there, uh, and, and it came with his sister, Cheryl, wrote several uh, 101 devotions yeah. to these, and we are kind of revisiting these old hymns, and, and we're kind of uh, looking into why they kind of touch people a little bit more. Now, Dino, do you think that um, it, you're not saying that it, there's, obviously there's a nostalgia factor with a lot of these songs that you're going through, that, that you're talking about, that you've kind of restored, yeah. but do you think there's more than that? They're actually better because the lyrics and the melodies and the music actually speaks to you kind of more deeply. Oh, my goodness. You know, um, I, I don't know if you're aware, but a lot of artists are singing hymns right now. I, I have young artists. Uh, there's a new album that just came out by a top-notch a country star. He's young, and he did a whole – that is saying something right there. That I found that out by the half a million, and it's still it's still growing, that, that amount of people that are saying, please, we lo- I get, I'm getting young people going, wow, this is cool. I never knew about this uh, – Heavenly Sunshine. I love to tell the story. I'm reading the lyrics and the music kind of cool. You know, so uh, I think it reaches all ages. And it is nostalgic. That's true. I was raised playing this. I started playing when I was three years old. The first time I ever played was at the cross, at the cross, right? First of the light. You know, so it's ingrained in me. And once again, I'm going to say I, there are a lot of great new things written, too. Uh, I mean, we sing, that, we sing those in our church. But once in a while, when you throw a hymn in the mix, something happens to that congregation. It sounds louder. It, it sounds more. <laughs> uh, feel uh, it more. Uh, how should I say, dynamic. Right. Uh, there's an anointing on these hymns. And you think because fewer and fewer of these songs are being played, a lot of the younger generation, maybe the millennials and younger, haven't been exposed to them, and so they haven't really felt that power? And maybe, maybe your book could help bridge a gap between somebody who remembers and somebody who doesn't? You're probably right. I think that that's what it does, but I also believe in the anointing. The anointing is what makes it communicated. I know that these artists, when they wrote these years ago, they were anointed by the Holy Spirit in writing this music. And some of this music is written from experience, like it is well with my soul, this man that wrote it. You know, everybody knows, uh, uh, lots of people know the story that he, three of his daughters drowned in the ocean when they were on, a, on a, this big ship going to London. 
and you know it was a tragedy in his life but he took that tragedy and turned it around and made it a a, a message to the people that it is even though it is well with my soul knowing that my my daughters are with the lord and someday i will be there uh so you know it's a great it's a great ministry one could take it as they want and but it's a book that that i'm really proud of uh I'm getting a lot of responses. As a matter of fact, let me just tell you the second part of this this book. Uh, I'm actually recording every one of these hymns as you would sing them in a church. And I'm playing the introduction, first verse, second verse, and people are, are wanting to purchase the, the four CDs of 101 hymns. So sweet little grandma's home all alone, and, or someone is, doesn't have friends or what have you. There's so many lonely people in this world. They'll take these CDs, put them in the CD player, get the hymnal out, and just just sing along. Right, that's, right. That's part two. So that could be gone. Actually, let me give you the uh, email on that. Sure. Uh, people are, uh, or the, it's it's now, this is going to be interesting to you, I'm sure. How you get these CDs is on BransonCakes.com. That's BransonCake, not Cakes, Cake.com. They're going to ask me why do people get your music on BransonCake.com? I happen to own a, a bakery. And I make the best carrot cake in the world. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm that's a good you. place to get it. Bransoncake.com. Go look for the CDs, uh, yep. the hymnals. Um, get the 101. Uh, now, the, the hymnals hymno- is another, another website. Right. Oh. And that's the publisher. That's the Lord Scott Publishing uh, Company.com. That's where they get the hymnal first. Okay. I Great. encourage people Great. to go. N-O-R-D, Nordskog, Nordskog Publishing Company. Nordskog yeah. Publishing Company. But, you know, it's pretty exciting. I'm really, I feel like I've, I, I've got a piece of, of <laughs> art, or whatever you want to call it. You know, that that I'm, I'm digging out of the grave and bringing and right, right. Really There's cool. And you've been playing a lot of these songs though. For obviously, you've played them all over the world, right? And uh, well, I, I do. Besides, you, all so the you've stuff, seen how you know, the music play, touches people, though, is what, I, what I'm getting to. Is do you do you have any experience in in all of the times that you've played a lot of these songs where you've seen people particularly touch or anything that sticks out in your mind in your long career? Oh, real! I, I really have. I really. When I sit down and play, even Amazing Grace, I mean, it's just it just almost changed the whole atmosphere. You know, or it, there's just something about the, there's something magical, whereas I call it the anointing, about these hymns. So anyway, the book is out, and I would encourage grandmas and, and grandpas and parents to perhaps introduce it to their children and their grandchildren. You know, give them the book, let them read through it. Uh, hopefully they'll like it. They don't have to sing it. Just read the lyric and be blessed by it and be encouraged you know, and uh, that's what ministry is all about. Well, that's uh, that's awesome, and every, everybody, hymn restoration one hundred and one treasure or one hundred and one treasured hymns with devotions by Dino and Cheryl Kartsanakis. Um, it's it's uh, reinvigorating a lot of old hymns. Beaut- this is the, the most beautiful music ever written, uh, and it's it's being played again. And like Dino said, it will reinvigorate your whole church. It'll reinvigorate your life. Yeah. It'll help maybe. Uh, quell some loneliness. It will help. It's yeah, a great yeah. gift for somebody. Um, it's a great way to bridge a gap between two generations that may, you know, you might not be able to bridge that gap in another way. And and you can do all this through 
through the love of God and through it's a good way yeah. to express the love of God. By the way, by the way, I've got the love of God in it. <laughs> it's another one. Of oh, there you again. go. <laughs> you explained it. You, thank you, Dave. You explained it really, really well. I can't really add to that except when you go to the Dino, uh, when you go to the BransonCake.com, be sure to look at my cakes too. Music and cake. Come on. Music and the best carrot cake in the world in Branson, Missouri. I'm assuming. Oh yeah. It's my recipes. My father was, a, I come from Greek, I'm a Greek background, okay? That's my culture. My dad was a baker, was a, my mother's a baker, my dad was a cook, so I was around food all my life. And uh, that's why I walked four miles a day. <laughs> that's what, and you were playing the piano the whole time, I guess, too. A lot of energy playing the piano. I just came back from Israel with uh, Governor Mike Huckabee and performed with the Israeli Symphony. Uh, that was a, that was a well, that's my latest big event that I did, and I'm, I was very excited about that. That was a time when the embassy was dedicated in Jerusalem. Right, that's that's a pretty big deal. That's that's awesome. And what what's do you have any upcoming projects that you that you're working on besides your cake and your music and your new book? <laughs> Obviously, uh, as if you don't have enough on your plate. Do you have? Are you going to be touring or going anywhere? Yeah, are you going to be here right in the now, West. Doing mostly, for years, I did almost every night touring. You know. Right, but you know, the older I get, I, I, you know, the less, less bigger, you know, I'm saying, and uh, so I'm doing like events, a fly in, fly out, or maybe even drive. Cheryl and I will drive to them. But now with the hymnal, uh, this new project and the response I'm getting, which is amazing, um, I may be doing more dates in reference to the hymnal. That's awesome. So you, you, be sure, please let me know. I'll let you. I'll bring you on the show. We can get the word awesome. out. Everybody here. Next time you're in Denver, this would that awesome. would be great to see you come in. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that would be excited to see you, hear your beautiful music. I mean, Thank even you. just hear you play "Chariots of Fire," right? Oh yeah, I recorded that. It's up for a <laughs> Grammy for that. You know, uh, and also I, I wanted to emphasize about my Tuesday night uh, fan page live. It's on Dino Fan Page. Dino Fan Page at Facebook. On Facebook. And then I, uh, you can watch some of my latest ones. You know, I just did one New Year's Eve. Uh, then t tomorrow night, I'll be doing it again at 8 p.m. And I'll be sitting at the piano and no telling what I'll – I talk to the people. They, they talk back, you know, and I'll play the requests. And it's just a fun time over a cup of coffee or a slice of my carrot cake. Right, exactly. So everybody, okay, one more time, tell us where to get the book, and then one more time, tell us how to find you on Facebook. Okay. Uh, the book, Hymn Restoration, 101 Treasured Hymns with Devotion, little historic background on each hymn, uh, can be got, can be purchased through the Nordskog Publishing Company, N-O-R-D-S-K-O-G, Publishing Company. Uh, I'm telling you, Dave, people are buying 10, 20, 25, 100 at a time. We just got an order the other day for 100. That's awesome. So this really tells me there's a real hunger for this kind of music again. So it's fresh to the young people and to the churches. Then, of course, now uh, I'll, be, I'll be releasing the first of the series of CDs, 25, the first 25 hymns, starting with Abide With Me, number one, 25, will be on the first CD. People can buy the whole set and be getting one a month of me actually playing, the, accompanying you as you sing. I'll be playing the intro, the Dino style, then you join me, I play the melody loud and clear, you sing along with that, first verse, second verse, there'll be 25 of those on the first CD, and that can be gotten on BransonCake, C-A-K-E dot com. 
BransonCake.com. BransonCake.com. Nordiskog. Nordiskog. Yeah, publishing company. Publishing company. And Dino fan page every Tuesday. Yeah. For the Facebook Live. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Dino. Uh, we really appreciate being on the show, and I, I hope everybody likes like to listen in to you, and I hope everyone goes and gets the book. And uh, lo- Everybody, go have some fun and listen to these yeah. really old hymns. Yeah. Hey, Dave, watch it tomorrow and text me. Tell me you're watching. Okay, I will, indeed. I'll even mention our little interview here. Awesome. That'd be great. Thank you so much, Dino. Hey, Dave, thank you. Pleasure. Angie Austin here. There's a strong connection between academic performance and a student's health. Nearly one out of three school-age kids misses one or more school days due to illness or injury. And let's be honest, having health care coverage helps you keep your kids on the right track in terms of their health. Joining us is Amy Hennessy, Senior Advisor for the Consortium for Medicaid and Children's Health Operations Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Welcome back, Amy. Nice to be here, Angie. All right, so let's uh, first uh, talk about what is Medicaid and CHIP, C-H-I-P. Sure. So Medicaid and and CHIP, as it's commonly referred to, is actually the Children's Health Insurance Program. We call it CHIP for ease. Our free or low-cost health insurance programs for kids and teenagers. And who's eligible for those programs? How do you, you know, find out if you could, uh, you know, be eligible for CHIP or Medicaid? Great question. So one thing I want to highlight for your listeners is that what we hear most often is, oh, my family wouldn't be eligible. We make too much money, et cetera. And what I want to point out about these programs in particular is that a family of four, let's say, for example, can earn up to $50,000 a year and may still qualify for Medicaid or CHIP in Colorado. So the program is pretty generous and people often are surprised that they they may be eligible. But as I said, the the Children's Health Insurance Program is for kids and teens. The Medicaid program is for kids and teens, as well as some low-income adults. All right. Now, in terms of uh, coverage, you mentioned that, you know, that a lot more people can qualify than, you know, generally think they can qualify. Why is it so important for parents to check this out and for students to have health coverage? you know, it's back to school time right now and everyone's focused on getting new notebooks and and backpacks and who their teacher is. But we also know that with health insurance, children can get the care that they need to fully participate in the classroom and after school activities. So whether it be a screening so that they can play football or gymnastics or the immunizations needed to start the school year, the CHIP and Medicaid program provide access to really important um, services to ensure that kids stay healthy so that they can be better prepared to learn and they're less likely to miss school because they're sick. And, you know, Amy, I have to be honest with you, even as someone who's generally, I mean, we've been covered, I've uh, gone from working for big major news organizations like NBC and ABC and Fox and um, had really great coverage, then to going to trying to find my own and not having, you know, great coverage. And I hate to admit this, but 
you're more likely to take your kid in when you have coverage where you can count on it and take it in. Like, there have been times where I'm like, oh, maybe I better wait. We have such crummy coverage. I'll wait another day and see if they're really sick. I'm, I'm, I'm being transparent here. And so I know if I've done that, certainly people who are in a much different financial situation than I am have done that. Absolutely. And one of the things, too, that often people don't know about the CHIP and Medicaid program is that it provides pretty comprehensive services. So to your point, Angie, speaking of, oh, you know, is my child really sick enough to go to the doctor? In addition to just doctor's visits, the CHIP program provides access to even vision screenings, dental exams, and mental health services along with prescription drug coverage. So it is comprehensive health insurance. So in terms of eligibility, if people want to find out, you know, more about coverage, what it covers, who might be eligible, because as you mentioned, the, um, you know, $50,000, it sounds like, ooh, that's a lot. When you've got kids or a lot of kids, it doesn't go that far. That's right. And so we encourage people just to check it out and see if they may be eligible. I, I'm hoping that folks would be pleasantly surprised. And the way that they can do that, they prefer to go online. We have a great website. It's called insurekidsnow.gov. Again, that's insurekidsnow.gov. And when they get to the landing page, they just simply need to click on find coverage for your family and click the, the um, state of Colorado and they'll be directed to the site. The online application is really brief and sometimes people can find out their eligibility in just a day or two. If people prefer to use the phone and talk to a live person, they can call 1-877-KIDS-NOW. Again, that's 1-877-KIDS-NOW and talk to an operator and apply over the phone. Excellent. Well, thanks for the good info, Amy. Thanks, Angie. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.